Hello and welcome to a very special episode 23 of the Sheffield Digital Podcast. Last month, a group of talented Sheffield kids won a place in the finals of the World Educational Robot Contest, which takes place in Shanghai next month, December. Of course, both the children and their parents needed to fund the trip to Shanghai, but there's good news there too, because enough people have given generously to a crowdfunding campaign, which was tipped over the edge by the Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre, the AMRC, who have helped get the kids over their crowdfunding line. It was a separate campaign as well to get the parents there, and uh, we here at Sheffield Digital um, have uh, contributed to make sure that uh, they can all go too, which is marvellous. Our very own Chris Diamond managed to grab half an hour with the team so that you can hear the full story, and it's a really amazing story too. Um, However, it's worth saying they are also now looking for some design help. They need to create a banner and a presentation that they can use when they get to Shanghai. So if you'd like to offer your services for free, then please get in touch. You can email info at sheffield.digital. And that's it. I will pass you over to Chris, who interviews the kids and their parents. Enjoy. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say um, congratulations to you all um, and um, welcome to the podcast. And we're really excited to find out um, about how this all came about and who you are and what, how you feel about it and what's happened so far and what's going to happen in about a month's time when you all go over to China. So I think we'll start by going around so you can uh, just introduce yourselves, just say um, what your name is and maybe how old you are as well. Um, not the adult, the adults don't have to give their age away, but <laughs> if you're a kid. Um, shall I start with you? What's your name? Alan. Alan. How old are you, Alan? I'm seven. Seven. Alexander, seven. Seven. And what's your name? I'm Nani. I'm, I'm, I'm Jacob's dad. Jacob's dad. I'm Cully and I'm Kieran's mum. Mm-hmm. I'm Liz and I'm Alexander's mum. I'm Kieran and uh, and I'm Cully's daughter. You're 11, is what you want to tell him you have. Yeah, you want to tell him how old you are, but what? Because that's what you're saying. You're not your age, not, not your, your incorrect gender. <laughs> and you're not her daughter. No, I'm not. And I'm 11. Thanks, curious. Uh, you two. I'm Nick, I'm Alexander's dad. Okay. I'm Phil, I'm Ruby's dad. I am Ruby and I am Phil's daughter, actual daughter this time, and I am 12. 12. And I'm Jake, but I'm Jacob, <laughs> and I'm 12. 12 is old, cool. And this is when I'm Alan's mum. Alan's mum, okay. Excellent. Okay. So, did you all know each other before this started, or have you all met through... Yeah. Through this competition, did any of you know each other? I don't know any of them. You, you do. Okay. Us three all know each other. Okay. So, and, and you were part of the same team, right? Is that yeah. right? So yeah. you're the you're the older age group kids. Yeah. And you two were part of another team for the younger kids, weren't you? And and there's another there's another team member of yours, isn't isn't there? Who isn't isn't coming? So who's that? That was Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. So she was part of the team that won your age group too. Is that right? Okay. Um, so, so Liz, tell me, how, how did this all come about? What, what um, happened? We're still not sure exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, Alexander started going to um, Discovery STEM Education to do science on a Saturday. They then started with 
the robots. Um, so Melissa who runs it, um, put Alan, Sophia and Alexander together in a team and asked permission whether they could do this tournament, the competition over at Sheffield University in July. Okay. So we dropped them off on a Saturday morning and basically picked them up Sunday night. They did come home in between. Um, and then we realised how big it was. Right, so it was a two-day competition. It was a two-day competition. Um, and then we went at the end of the Sunday for the presentations. We're joking amongst the parents, who's going to be winning and who's going to be sending their children to China? And then it was ours. So <laughs> it kind of, we realised at that point how big the actual thing was and how... Yeah, it was it was quite a serious competition. Right. So that that's how that started. So so, so is it is it the only competition to be it's run the, in the it's, UK? It's the first or? time it's ever run in the UK. Right. Um, I'm told that the robotics competition started about in the late 1980s, and then oh, the wow. World Educational Robotics, as is now, started in 2013. Okay. But this is the first time it's ever been over in the UK. So where so, has it been before this? Um, in Mexico, Australia, Croatia, Canada, and they're still running those countries today. And it's the first year the UK have came have come on board. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, okay. So over the 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 world um, to get to this final, there's been five hundred thousand competitors um, in, in the countries across the world. And so each country that takes part um, sends teams that are their over, national over champions to the, to, yeah, over to the over final. to the World Educational Robotics okay, so final. And so was is the the one that was here at Sheffield University is that was that the only competition in the UK? That was the only UK competition. Okay. Yeah. So were there yeah. were there kids from other parts of the country? Um, I'm not sure whether there were kids from other parts of the country. There were kids from China there. Okay. Um, so they they flew over, um, and I'm not sure how many teams in total there were. There were quite a few. Right. But so some teams, had, some people had come from other from other, other areas. countries to compete in the UK no there, there, were, there were there were either Chinese or they were British okay. so the Chinese came over I think the Chinese go over to every to every one to, to compete and there were 50 UK kids and 50 Chinese kids oh okay I'm not sure how many teams there were but that was how many kids right yeah, Birmingham being mentioned so so there might have been a team from Birmingham okay great so so then so you won. So two, the two teams, the two, won teams. In the two age categories. Yeah. So the four, four to elevens and the eleven to eighteen category. So tell me about what you had to do at the competition then. Um, what are you two? Do you, can you tell me what what it was that you had to do as part of the competition? Um, we had to um, debug our robots. Um, um, and then we had to um, test them on the maps, and then we um, did the competition. Okay. What do the robots look like? Um, they had like um, so you have a normal base and then you have the wheels and then you have the sensors and then you have the programming part. Okay. Which gets all the electricity. Yeah. So you have to put batteries in. Uh huh. And and did you do the programming part? Yeah. And then you had to debug it to make sure that it worked right. Yeah, and Alex was um was making the things to do the things. Okay. Cool. So, what kind of things did your robot have to do then? Did it have to um, go along? It had to um, go along the black lines and um, do the um, GPS and stuff. Okay. It didn't have to go on the lines. It didn't. It doesn't have to. Right, but it can go on the white places. Can it? To go for a shortcut. Oh, really? And yeah. so, and so, was your robot the fastest out of everybody's? Is that what happened? No, the Chinese robots were extra fast. Were they? But 
but you ended up winning. Yeah. <laughs> was that because your robot was more accurate? Yeah. <laughs> nice one. What about the older category? What did you guys have to do? Again, we built the Abelix robot from a kit, um, pro programmed it to do tasks. Uh, we had to build fairly interesting things that you could give incredibly weird names, so like a laser-eyed dragonfly. You made that. It you looks the... like a laser-eyed dragonfly. Yeah. It isn't a laser-eyed dragonfly. <laughs> but, um, what is it? It's like a thing, was it for... Wait, I wasn't even there back then. It was for the e-waste. Which basically you have to push this lever to knock a bottle off into a container, which you get points for. Okay. Teams with the most points when you get two and a half minutes to get as many points as you can. Yeah. And so what did the robot look like that you built to do that? Uh, It was a a base plate about... That large, it had wheels on the inside and sensors at the front. So about six inches. Yeah, and then just a sort of control bit which you plug all the programs into, which connects wires to the motors and sensors. Okay. Which is like pretty much his brain. I think that's actually what it's called. So, 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 had you built one before, or did you? We had to get... build one for for the competition. Right, like on the first day of the competition, or beforehand. Yeah, like uh, we, we we had a term before to ah. build, program, and try and complete as many tasks. But then on the competition, they took out what was it two and implemented like four new ones. Yeah, and they swapped some of them around. Yeah, they so took we out, had to out two and put in four, and they moved more in different places. So you basically had to program everything there. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you had you had some experience of putting them together, and you understood how to program. Them. So it was yeah. So it was yeah. two two days of actually trying to solve the task. Yeah. What was it like? What was the competition like? Stressful, but quite fun. <laughs> That's an understatement. Like, stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I find it stressful. Yeah, but wow. like you did all the programming and stuff. What, what, what did you? What so did you have different roles? So uh, Kieran's pretty much like the only one who does the programming so he does all the programming and me and Jacob do lots of building uh-huh. and as well as building I have to <laughs> as well as the building I do like organizing because she organizes the pieces so we can actually find where they are yeah. but if when Jacob I... and I were left to do it by, 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 by ourselves <laughs> the boss you, you you would be you for a bit you literally were for a bit and when I came back I'm like how how that unorganized is it it's like take a look wow the box. They weren't even using the separate containers to put things in. <laughs> you see, I mean, my background's in project management, so I totally know where you're coming from. Like, making sure everybody knows what they're doing and everything's in the right place and everything gets built to time, to spec. That's a really important job. Um, so what was it like then to win? There was an award ceremony, you said, on the Sunday, Liz. It was an award ceremony. Um, it was conducted primarily in Chinese, so quite a confusing <laughs> awards ceremony. Yeah. Um, was it? Okay. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But, go yeah, it had a really good vibe. None of us were really sure what was going on. I don't know whether you felt the same, guys, yeah. or not. No, um, no idea. So they got the medals, they were all presented, there were lots of certificates given out, and then the, the entry tickets for the two winning teams, but it was... Yeah, it, it was a little bit unclear. So it was just two winning teams in it, the whole competition? We think, yeah, the, the two that won the tickets. So yeah, the only two UK teams. Okay. So China yeah. actually won the competition, but then the two highest scoring UK teams get to go to China. Oh, I see, right. 
Yeah, you could get a win. Yeah, there were lots of categories of sort of best presentation, best teamwork, right, best okay. um, collaboration, and so then the overall. Out of all of the 50 UK kids that took part, how many teams won out of the. Just these, just, two. just these two in terms of top scoring right. and, and, and three, qualifying. Three kids in a team. In per in team. Yeah. Yeah. team. Well, yeah. up to three. Two or three, up to three. Okay. Up to three, right. two or three. So, yeah, it went on a point scoring system. So the more um, tasks that they successfully completed, they got points for each one. Yeah. So then the competition was based on how many points the teams had got. And these were the winners. Yeah, should I show you a photo? Maybe it's easier. Yes. They need to build the robot first. Okay. And the robot will start from the starting point. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put the photo. If you can pass the photos over, we can put them up so people can I'm see not them. Sure. So. Because it adds a children's face. I'm not oh, okay. Sure. Uh, we've got ones that we can yeah. pass. All right. Yeah. We, we do got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can pass. Yeah, it's hard to describe the photo to the. Yeah. To the, audio. the robot need to go to the the certain points to do some task. Yeah. For example, do shopping. Okay. And to get the the bottle. To pick something up and pick, bring it pick back. Pick something again. up. Yeah. Then you can get the points. Yeah. So the if the points, the the high is the points. Yeah. They got the. They won the. They won. Competition. Yeah. I think in terms of the task here, and was it around the best around e-commerce and things, weren't they? And GPS and. Yeah, but GPS was actually taken out, which was really annoying because that was one of the ones that the UK t- kids could mainly do because we'd all work that. Oh, really? <laughs> the one that I did it's, didn't it's even like get the there. That was the easiest one, was it? And they didn't do it. Yeah, I think one of the things is that, so they had the whole t- they had one term only to prepare for that competition. Yeah. And. Whereas my understanding of the world education robotics is that it's part of the curriculum in many countries around, particularly in, and what Melissa said is in China and in yeah. Mexico, right. but maybe also in other countries as well. So they're starting at school right. from age five. Yeah, and, and it's so, standard every, it's, every school child. Yes, yeah, so, so they're it? doing it all the time, whereas what our children had was one term of maybe two hours a week right. and then just before the co- the weekend before the competition they had an intense weekend where they went Saturday and Sunday if they could to try and you know get some extra preparation right. in and so because it was the first time that anybody in the UK has done the competition it was a real learning curve for everybody involved and so you know everybody that took part did really well um, but you can and, see, I guess, the you difference. Can, you can in, see, yeah. You, when you saw, experience. they had different robots as well that yeah. just seemed to go faster yeah. and just. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, every they, time you do it, they had modded them. Now there's a, there was a different version out with with lithium batteries as opposed to the ones right. they got that are faster. Right. Every um, time you complete the competition, you get a faster robot kit. So last time we had a slower robot mm. kit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you go from slow robot kit to faster, and then you go to walking, to flying, to underwater. So I don't know if that's each year, Kevin, or if it's different. Yeah, no, there's different it's, ones. It's levels. The license certain ones. I think Melissa was saying for the UK, but but Mexico, for example, their government sponsors 500 children a year right, to right. compete in the regional contests and completely government funded because they are finding it. Yeah, you know they need that. And yeah, yeah, they're investing in that. They're investing in it, in, in, and, and I think Croatia are, are similar. Right. So it's uh, yeah, but but in terms of the UK schools since this competition, um, Discovery STEM have um, now got a lot of the UK schools on board, and they're coming to teach training activities. So 
within Sheffield. Yeah. A lot of the schools now will be competing in the next championship, okay. which is in so Sheffield next July. Then we're doing the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Event they they now the hold the licensing for the for the UK. So okay. she's now the uh, Melissa that runs Discovery STEM yeah. is now the chairperson for the World Educational Robotics UK. Right. Okay. Our team went to a Tuesday group, oh, so well. there was okay. a couple of different groups. Are you all from the same school then, you three? Or did you just um, meet at these? We're all homeschooled. Oh, you're homeschooled. So we've met through a... Well, didn't we meet through... Choir? Choir. Yeah, choir, which Jacob's mum oh, used to do on a Monday. Okay. So. And then we all went to, like, the same... Um, well, it used to be Tuesday, and now it's, like, Thursday. It's Wednesday. It is. <laughs> well, robotics also. Well, I first met you in STEM on Thursdays. Oh, yeah, because we did professionals, but then robotics started up on a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> and, and is that something you, you're, you're planning on doing? Like, are you going to stick with robotics? Well, are you I am. into it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me about um, how you parents, adults, felt after the kids had won then, because you're then given this, this challenge of they've qualified for China, but we've got no means of getting there. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> from our point of view, and obviously then I'll, I'll let the others speak, we didn't have any information. We knew they'd won and they'd got their tickets there. So we had to wait a few weeks to actually find out what the implications of that were. And the implications were that we needed to pay for the children and the adults to go on and the accommodation, everything. So, yeah, once it hit us how much we'd actually got to pay out, we kicked into the crowdfunding and looking for sponsorship because... What we knew is the children needed to get there, yeah. from our perspective, from the younger team anyway. We definitely wanted the children to go. The experience will be fantastic. But you don't expect to have to fund a several thousand pound project between July and, and December. Yes. So, so we, most countries presumably assume that there are institutional partners and government yeah. money that will... Absolutely. Well, they've got sponsors from right. other, co- you know, kind of companies that are sponsoring the children. Right. Um, as, Before, uh, when they yeah. were entered. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So which is what we're hoping will happen, happen next for year, next year. But, but it's sort of groundbreaking, run, really. Yeah. Absolutely. So we start a crowdfunding page uh-huh. um, and looked at other things of, of sort of streams of funding. Um, one of the other team members, uh, families have done a um, music event. So that will have brought some revenue in. And then it was basically, right, we need to get on Twitter. Yeah. So I've got sore fingers um, yes. from just tweet, 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 just annoying people all the time. And eventually then they um, Rolls-Royce originally stepped on board and offered £500. Yeah. So, so how much do you need to raise? Because you've got the entry fee, haven't you? And you've got yeah. the flights. Well, we're looking currently at the children's flights. Well, we're looking at adult flights being anywhere from about six to a thousand pounds, six hundred to a thousand pounds each. Um, the children's flights are roughly around the same, and then there was four hundred pound for um, the children's accommodation, the transport and the security things around the venue, uh-huh. which then the adults had to pay as well. So, right, we, so it's 400 ahead. 400 ahead, the plus flights. the flights. Yeah. Um, and 200 for the visa. And then the and visa. visa We've just found out now about Ouch. the visa costs. So we were looking as a team to get the children there mm-hmm. for around, what was it, about seven or £8,000 really would have covered the kids right. and then the adults on top of that. Um and there's as many adults as there are kids. I mean, you're not. Just there thinking, are now because yeah. I think we've all decided the experience. Well, oh. They're obviously too young to travel on their yes, own. Absolutely. But 
as parents, you don't want to miss that anyway, really. So, yeah, it's... So, so you've reached deep into your own pocket. We have indeed. Rolls-Royce stepped in initially with the first company to come on board with a, with a donation. They then upped that a little bit, and then AMRC jumped in and agreed to pay the children. So they funded fully five children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that covered their flights and their registration fees, and we're hoping that it will cover their visas as well. Oh, brilliant. So that's the children. Fantastic. So then that left with the adults, so yeah. then we started the crowdfunding. Um, so, so obviously so when... Did you, did you crowdfund originally? We crowdfunded originally. Yeah, and... Um, and then... And then the MRC stepped in. And then the, the, the MRC stepped in on the back of that. They, then, they, then you needed the parents to be funded as well. We, we In an ideal world, we wanted the parents to be funded. So yeah. obviously then... We, we were crowdfunding up to the deadline of registration day, which is when Chef Digital stepped in and said, yeah, we'll give the rest of that. So we got the £800 to sort of share between to sort of lessen the blow yeah. of the other parents. But then we've digged deep for the, um, for the flights and uh, visas and <laughs> things like that, really. So... Well, uh, hopefully you can be trailblazers and other parents <laughs> and kids won't have to go through the same experience. Yeah, that's kind of what year. we're hoping. Yeah, and um, I think also, also you just be a bit more prepared because we know already for next year that the trials are in May and then, yeah. and then the final, the regional finals are in July and then you know the competition at the World the final competition again will next year be in November, December time. So you've just you you've just got better. you've just got a better idea, and people are you know you just know more. You're learning from the experience each time, hopefully. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, it, it struck me and us at Sheffield Digital on Monday that if you don't go, then there is no story. You know that the story is that you go. The story is that you have that experience and can share that experience, and can be trailblazers for other kids and other families that do this. Absolutely. And, um, and there's more chance that you'll get sponsors or other other teams will be sponsored and yeah. get sponsorship when they enter, on the understanding that they'll be funded should they win, and you know, and those kind of things. So, Abs- absolutely. You know, that's, yeah. Having, having observed a little bit of your crowdfunding journey over the last few months as you've, as you've tried to get there, um, it was absolutely a pleasure to step in and push you over the line. And we much appreciated it, because obviously people have got to have a little bit... Nobody knew what it was, nobody knew what World Educational Robotics was, so to yeah. actually get companies to come in and sponsor something that they don't know about... It's very hard. It's hard. Yes. So, you know, now we've got there and we can hopefully vlog the way there, do video journals, we've got the web, we'll set the websites up so companies can see that it's something tangible yeah. for next year. And actually, it, I think we'll put companies on the map as well because yes. actually, you know, supporting STEM in, in children and, and young people well, it's, is where I don't think it's an accident that this is happening in Sheffield no. because, you know, Sheffield, even though it quite often flies under the radar a little bit, is, is a world centre for robotics um, and has some great assets. And it, I think it takes stories like this to really bring bring that together and to get people to realise how big a deal it is. Absolutely. So. And you can see by the response on Twitter, as it's starting to build, there's an excitement from lots of companies, lots of people that obviously have been trying to put STEM on the map and robotics on the map for a while. Yeah. And we are getting some lovely backing in terms of support and keep us up to date. So I think it will get yes. bigger. 
yeah. that, you know, hopefully I think it's just a start. Hopefully you'll, you'll recruit some of that and that you've, you know, laid out and Absolutely. you'll get more support as people become yeah. aware of just what you've achieved. Absolutely. And I think for the children, they, you know, they got some robots delivered the other day from Kuka. Right, yes. Um, that sort of, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, yeah. it's... Well, we just, I mean, you know, just, just a month ago, we had, we, we had a, um, a Silicon Valley robotics company has moved here to Sheffield, um, you know, and they've made Sheffield their base for, for Europe and the Middle East. So, you know, we are attracting some really interesting robotics companies here. Absolutely. And I'm sure companies like that will be interested in, I can't speak on their behalf, but I'm sure there are other things that the kids will get exposure to as a, as a result of this. Hopefully. And I think, you know, AM, we were really grateful to AMRC for sort of getting the children there. And I think that'll be the springboard. And hopefully there'll be people fighting AMRC next year to sponsor them yeah. as well. So it's, <laughs> be um, good, it would be good. <laughs> would be, yeah. So how do you all feel now, now that you've won and you know that you're going? What, what, was, what was that like this week? What, was it, what did it feel like, Alan? Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, I'm pretty sure that they'll feel, feel the same. I'm really excited, but I'm also very nervous. Oh, like nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. Right. Because it immediately was it like elation, and then immediately, like, oh my god, it's real. I'm like <laughs> yes. I'm like wait, no. <laughs> so, are you looking forward to the competition then? What What are your What are your hopes for it? Do you think? I hope I win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope we can do as well as we can and learn a lot from it. Uh-huh. I'm keen to see if had just how level a playing field it is. Yeah. Because as you've heard, the Chinese came over with souped up gear. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and the guys here got and... the base models. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is, fair is interesting it? that you know of the British teams, these guys did well but they were never going to beat the Chinese with their souped-up gear. Yeah. But they've been at it for years. So we didn't actually get to sit in on the competition. We were just there for the award ceremony. Right, okay. Uh, but this time we've got seats to sit in and watch. Yeah, yeah. So so you can get a real sense of yeah. who they're competing against and how other countries are have geared their kids up yeah. to be able to compete. And I mean, with, as you said, the Silicon Valley guys coming over and setting up shop and this now becoming hopefully a more established uh, yeah, so competition this is, this is a recce, in, the, in right? the UK. They can go, well, OK, we can we can provide you with some more <laughs> yes. improved gear. Don't you worry. We, so, yeah, I'm hoping it, it sort of goes down that track. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, great. So this is a, a real scouting mission as well mm. for next year and for, you know, what we need to provide our kids with. Absolutely, because yeah. the robots themselves are very costly. Because yeah. after the competition, we looked at what the Chinese had got and we thought, well, you know what, maybe we need to get some of these for the kids to practice yeah and then you have a little look and that's another 800 pounds yeah, yeah. so actually we haven't so you know per robot so for a company to come in and look at sponsoring some robots for the uk kids would be really good in the future as well because cool. it was larder versus lamborghini wasn't it <laughs> you know? yeah. so yes um, but how do we close you know, the gap what could these kids have done with the lamborghinis yeah it, so you know well that, that kind of brings me to one of the <laughs> <laughs> i've just shown that edge there it's, a, it's, it's a metaphor kieran's just fine. wondering what a larder is <laughs> <laughs> a somewhere to store the food maybe <laughs> not expensive not reliable so, I mean, that, that kind of brings me to um, one of the questions that we, we asked, um, that, you know, our 
I asked our community to to ask some questions. And one of them was, how can we as a digital technology community in Sheffield support you? What what can we do? What what kind of things could the community do? Um, apart from, you know, handing over money and, and giving you the funds to buy the kit that you need, what kind of things do you think would be good? I think um, Ruben's probably come up with a good idea. I was chatting to Cully earlier on. What, what we're looking at, we need... As part of the competition, we have to put a UK um, video presentation together okay. to represent what is what is the UK. They have to stand up and do PowerPoint or video or whatever to just say a flavour of the UK. And we need some banners and, and flags and things. And I think Ruby is, has got a bit of a design flair. So we, we would be looking perhaps for somebody to step in and, and aid Ruby to be able to design the yeah, yeah. things for us and, and work with her on that. Fantastic, right. Um, you know, and, the, and help the children with a promo video. Or, yeah, and you know, presentation. Uniforms, presentation. Branding, branding, slides. Absolutely. Okay, all right. So we, oh, we can certainly... Good sweatshirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because again, when the Chinese, the, the, these guys didn't know they had to do a presentation. Right. And when we arrived on a Saturday evening, Melissa said, They've been really good, your guys doing the presentation. They put a microphone in their hands and stood up and had to say who they were. The Chinese kids had got full on uniforms, PowerPoint presentations, <laughs> rolling out banners, and it was just on another level. Yeah. So we don't want to go to China, and no. we, we want to compete, and yeah. you know, and you put the UK good. on the map and look good, and yeah. you know, again. So you say you've got a month. We go out on the thirteenth of December, yeah. so we've got until. Okay. 13th of December. All right, well, we'll, we'll get the word the 12th, out. The 12th, maybe. Well, hopefully, we'll, we'll put the word out and see if any of our local agencies wants to help Ruby and help the rest of the team pull pull the presentation together and, and get the branding behind it. Absolutely, because I think Fingers as well crossed. as a UK team, we've got something a little bit special. I mean, if you look around this table, yeah. in terms of diversity, diversity yeah. Yeah. we've got a very wide diverse team as well so we, what we want to do is yeah. celebrate that that collaboration yeah. and the fact that the UK are going there for the first time yeah. we're not just going there to to pretend these, yeah. these kids are determined that they're going there to, to win well yeah fantastic I can certainly try and do something about that um, so uh, some other questions then um, how easy or, or not um, do, you, do you think it is as parents and kids to find out about the tech industry in Sheffield and, and what's going on here? Have you found that hard? Or can you get <coughs> the experiences and the, and the skills that you Pers- want? From our point of view, I can't speak for everybody, um, is that all our knowledge is kind of we're relying a lot on Discovery STEM and Melissa and her mm-hmm. contacts and going through that. It's not something that we are otherwise, me personally, and that. Right, you're not sitting on the internet looking to see what, who the companies are in Sheffield or. It's not. I mean, since you stepped in, like, I've spent a lot of time on your website <laughs> and Great. looking who the other companies are and just kind of. But you know, that, and that's been really interesting. But it's not something that ordinarily. It's kind of what the. You know, Kieran's interested in it's not something that I've right. kind of been involved in personally. It's kind of you know it's where he you know part of kind of home education for us is kind of following what they want to do, and because it's something that he's been really keen on, so that's why we've been involved with STEM. We've right. been involved with STEM, yeah. and he goes to as well as the robotics group. He goes to a lot of other groups there as well, and they do lots of different things, um, the physics and the what did you do? The, I do physics. I do professionals. Sometimes uh, the the the, the professionals they do 
a lot. We, we, we do basically everything. So you're trying to build a 3D printer, I think, is one of the things that they're trying to do in one of their groups. And so it's just, right. it's all, you know, it's really kind of through that through that group yeah. learning about other industries and what options might be available there's things that come up aren't they like the festival of the mind yeah. and going you know so we've been you know we go along to those things and, and you know and when there's the women in engineering in the you know all all of that you know kind of get involved but that's you know where they're advertised and they're aimed at children it's not i don't really know beyond that what's going on in right. sheffield do you no i have to say it's so your day job gets in the way. Yeah. But since my Twitter campaign, and obviously people have been adding, it's been really interesting to to see and have a look and think, oh, well, they do that. And I had no idea so much was going off in Sheffield. So it's been good. Yeah. It's been a learning curve, Great. definitely, for me. And I know the universities do quite a lot to get kids involved, um, but I think possibly there's not enough events by industry no. that get kids of, of these ages. Absolutely. Mm. I think it's about, because the younger ones do go to school, yeah. Um, yeah. and we'll say from their point of view that they find the things they do at Discovery STEM um, much more enriching than perhaps what is on the curriculum. And if we could get more of these technology companies and people like AMRC are looking at outreach and things like that mm. into schools, mm. it actually would make school STEM far more exciting. Yeah. So they wouldn't need discovery STEM necessarily. Absolutely. Although you know, extracurricular yeah. things Absolutely. are always good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. But it's going to be <laughs> yeah, but it might also get more children. Yes, involved in, in Sheffield in it, yeah. involved in, in what's there because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. In fact, I think there are more children get involved already. Um, Alan's friends, you know. Um, last term, two of his friends, since Alan joined the Saturday WER uh, club, uh-huh. they joined me already. Right. Uh, another two, after half term, from, from this Saturday, they joined me. Right, so, so it's, it's growing. Like, like children, they, they look at the peers, what the peers doing. Yeah, and robotics <laughs> is pretty cool, right? Yeah. I mean, what, one of the other I mean, questions we've got is, what, what, do you, what do you like about robots? What, what gets you excited? I like basically everything about them. I like coding them. I get, I like building them. I like get, get, getting them to basically do what you want them to do and it actually to work. What about you guys? I like to build them to help with the task models. Uh huh. And I like to code. You like to code. But I am the coder. Right. <laughs> That's your job. Excellent. Um. Yeah. So. Um, so uh, what got you interested in robots to start with? Was it just going along and being exposed to this, or did you, that something you wanted to do? Uh, I've been doing coding on different uh, platforms for quite a while. I, I especially like using Scratch and uh-huh. Python for a while. And then I joined Discovery STEM, and Bob and one of the te- and another another one of the teachers called Bob. He and Melissa realised that I quite like robots, so they invited me to join the sessions. I tried, and I really enjoyed it. Cool. What about you guys? Well, I think the answer was purely connection through STEM. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, was it on when I was on the Tuesday groups or on the? Third? I think yeah. Uh, oh no, we started I, off doing it in the Thursday group. No, I think Melissa first asked in the Tuesday group when Zena was still there. Because, um. Shift. Oh, yeah, it was Tuesday. 
Are you always like this? Is this your dynamic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least you agree in the end. That's in the end, excellent. yeah. In the end, I'm usually correct. Yeah, actually, right. in the end, usually you're correct, actually. <laughs> so, um, so are, are you going to come back after you've uh, gone off to China and competed and hopefully come back with a, with a, a, a prize? Are you going to come back and talk to us and record another podcast about the story of what happened? Would that be cool? Yeah. Because yeah. we've got, you know, hundreds of people that listen to this and would love to know <laughs> about that this is going on. Um, and we're obviously all going to follow you from afar over social media and cheer you on. Um, and um, we really wish you well and hope you have a brilliant experience, win, lose or draw. Um, we hope that the, the, the trip is great and you have a really great time and you have a really great competition and we can't wait to hear all about it when we get back. So thanks um, so much for coming in and tell us and telling us your story. Thank, thank you, you. Yeah, and thank, thank you very much for your, um, your funding for us. It was much appreciated. <laughs> no problem. Uh, it's on, on behalf of all of our members of Sheffield Digital and uh, all the people in the digital community who want to see you do well. So Brilliant. Congratulations. Much appreciated. Thank you. I think the big trick will be, OK, we've... These are the two groups who go this year. But once it gets bigger, will they be able to maintain that title? Right. And go again? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be defending them. <laughs> they've already decided that they're going again next year. Yeah. Um, there was a rumour that it was going to be in Australia. Um, but I think it might not be now. But that they're, yeah. Alexander said earlier on, I'm going to get all my world travels from this robot. <laughs> yeah. so. well, fingers crossed it's, you know, it's like in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be in Australia. Okay. Yeah, I know you wanted do. to be Australian. <laughs> yeah. I have anyone else does. Quite far. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks a lot. They've got the advantage of being from the bottom. They've got the advantage of being ahead. Someone who runs faster than you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, hopefully you can keep your head start. Keep them on the toes. And everybody else will have to play catch up. Absolutely. I think because it's July, it's the opening of UK. It's also the WER opening of the whole Europe. Oh, is it? Okay. It's not only... Actually, UK is the first country jumping. It was the European, it was the European actually, rather than the UK. Right, right, so in Europe, Europe, we're the first country. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Probably France would be in it. Cool, well, I mean, to to, uh, say thank you, I bought some biscuits... No, never turn down a jack cake, do you? Is it a cake or is it a biscuit? And I think we'll leave it there with Chris discussing various biscuits. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. What an incredible achievement for them. Amazing. Um, just to remind you, you can get involved still if you would like to create a banner and presentation that the kids will actually go on to use um, when they compete in Shanghai, then you can do so. All you need to do is get in touch with uh, us at Sheffield Digital and we'll pass on your information. Just email info at sheffield.digital or get in touch via the other various ways that you know that you can. And that's it. That's it.